Blog Talk Radio. Hello, it's Dr. Craig Martin, and this is the Inside Connection coming to you live from Los Angeles on this very hot day here. The sun is in Scorpio. It's moved into Scorpio. It happened last night, and that's certainly going to be a backdrop for today's talk about Mars. Uh, happy birthday to our Scorpios out there. Always seems to come around pretty quickly again, doesn't it? Um, the sun in Scorpio gives us some depth, so um, there's some ability for us to see the truth about life, the truth about things. Scorpio is naturally investigative. So if Mars were moving into Libra at another time of the year, we would have a different take on it. I think the sun in Scorpio hopefully helps with self-honesty uh, and our desire to connect with what is real, to, um, to get real and to be able to dig into our defenses and clear them out for the truth. Kind of a tall order. Okay, so Mars has moved into Libra, and that means that Mars is in front of the stars of Libra now. It's moved away from Virgo, and it's changed sign. And, um, you know, the planets move, they're going around the sun, so they're continuously moving into new signs. And each time that happens, it takes on a new bit of energy. So there are a couple of things to consider when we're looking at a planet moving into a new sign. First, of course, is the energy of the sign. In this case, that's Libra. But we also want to look at which planet has moved into that sign. In this case, that's Mars. So that's going to be different than if um, you know, Jupiter moved into Libra or Venus moved into Libra. So we're going to talk about Mars in Libra and what is the contained energy in that combination. So Mars all by itself is connected with um, human motivation. It's connected to action and initiative. Right? That's, those are big things. We all, we all want to be connected to that. One of the things I find probably the most in my practice is people questioning, how can I be more motivated? How can I get more connected? What do I need to be able to overcome in order to be able to um, stay um, you know, focused with something that I want to produce, with something that I want to take action and initiative on? Or why can't I? What's standing in my way of that? So Mars represents the energy that creates our passion for getting something done. And any time that you take an action, Mars is involved. It means that Mars, in your natal chart, um, when each of us is born, every planet is located in front of one of the zodiac signs, and that includes Mars. So where your Mars is located, what sign it's in or within, what, you know, where Mars was located inside, within which zodiac sign, that indicates how you take action and what motivates you to take action. So Mars in our chart really actually is a really big deal. It's a huge part of our personality and our personal chart because it focuses on how our ego expresses itself in the world, where we want to live, what we want to do for work, who we want to marry, or create business partnerships. All of these things are connected to our Mars energy because you need that type of enthusiasm in order to make any of those things a reality. So Mars becomes the vehicle for it's like our expression of passion, what we feel passionate about, and the sign is how we go about that. 
a it's it's a big it's a big part. Men and women uh, both have a Mars energy in their chart. So right now Mars is moving into Libra. It did that actually just a few hours ago. And um, classically, these two things don't really mix very well, Mars and Libra. Um, in traditional astrology. Um, Libra is the detriment of Mars. It talks about being the place where Mars is like the most unhappy, where it doesn't really work the best. So it kind of means that they don't really get along very well together. In uh, A.T. Mann's book, uh, The Round Dart, uh, he says that Mars in Libra has the quality of being controlled by others. And so when Mars is in Aries, which is the opposite of Libra, then it's controlled by itself, and that's a good placement for Mars because our ability to take initiative, we want our we want that ability to take in, uh, to be able to take initiative. We want that controlled with our own initiative. One of the reasons why it's a detriment for Mars to be in Libra is because we don't want to take anyone else's initiative. And yet, herein lies the talk, you know, of the day. Because what's, what's interesting to consider is that Mars in Libra is not the best placement for Mars, but that it somehow tones down the self-serving nature of Mars by making it concerned or in consideration of others. So naturally, that's not what, where Mars really wants to be, because it wants to be self uh, motivated. It wants to create its own personal initiative, controlled by others. That's the detrimental thing, but only to the extent that Libra is diplomatic and Libra is fair. So controlled by having to think of others is more like it, and that might actually not be such a bad place for Mars these days. That's why I think the, 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 the topic, the Mars moving into Libra, is so important because in order for us to be taking initiative um, with each other, certainly that needs to be a call for the day. So when I think of Mars moving into Libra, I see a more diplomatic man as the archetype. I see men moved by justice and not only by their self-centered ways. I see balance in action because Libra is focused on compromise. And even though it's not the natural domain of Mars, it's still possible for Mars to engage the world with fairness and balance. So just replace the word Mars for men or masculine energy and you get the idea. Men moving into the realm of fairness, balance, diplomacy, and compromise. Certainly, it's not their natural state. By the definitions of the planets and the signs that they rule, men are aggressive, selfish, and self-serving. They're not geared towards thinking of others. That's why considering the other, being controlled by the other, is the detriment. But now we come to a time in, in you know, human development and um, an awakened human consciousness, and we see the need for Mars energy, which, by the way, again, both men and women have, to soften. Uh, it seems like it's so prevalent, Mars, basically, in most other signs, where, we, where we're going to get a kind of domination or severity, entitlement, or even cruelty. You know, and I often ask myself, what is that? And how did we get here? In a, in a place where there's such an imbalance, there's such, a, there's such an anti-Libra feeling of, between um, uh, 
men, men and women, but particularly just on the side of men and the way in which they feel entitled to the behaviors and actions that they're capable of taking at the present time. The masculine side of our energetic nature is necessary. This isn't to say that it's not. We need, we need that. But what's not necessary is for that energy to think that it's in exclusive control of things that it's in exclusive control of anything. It's almost like saying, you know, uh, and this is just, again, a traditional generalization that, you know, women can be in control of the family and the kids, but men can be in control of everything else. There's a minimized importance, first of all, about control over the home and and of raising children, which men seem to be often so happy to, like, relinquish and give up that control of. But then they can stay in control of everything else, government, society, the working world, money world, financial world, and, um, and that's where they want to dominate, so that's where they do. So it's not necessary for that energy to think that it's in exclusive control of things. It's not. There's a balance that's needed for human progress, and that balance is represented by Libra. It's why uh, Libra exists in the zodiac, uh, because it emulates the need for an understanding of the other. That's, what I think, what's important in in the the um, archetype of the scales is that it's not just a consideration of the other. There's a consideration of the self, and that's extremely important to be able to have that balance. It's that it's a weighing out. It's a it's a weighing out of am I thinking of myself? Am I thinking of others? I sometimes draw a bell graph, if you know what that bell curve looks like. And on one side of the bell curve, which a bell curve actually looks a lot like the glyph for Libra. It's really interesting. If you draw a straight line on the bottom and then you draw a bell curve on top of it, that's what the glyph for Libra looks like. So, um, I draw this bell curve sometimes to explain to people that on the one far end of the of the bell is selfishness and on the opposite side of the bell is selflessness. And so on the one-handed side we have people who are say complete narcissists and only concerned about themselves. And on the other side we have people who only think about others and those people get taken advantage of and they're like doormats. The middle of the bell is really the Libra point, right? It's the ability for us to take consideration of our own needs and consideration of someone else's needs and weigh them out to be able to see, oh, somebody else has um, something going on for them. It's not just all about me and what I have going on for myself. So... This balances, it's why Libra, right, it's why we have Libra, because it takes into account the understanding of the other. Without it, without Libra, we would be so far gone to the side of selfishness or selflessness, in fact, right, that we would be completely lost. And actually, sometimes when you look around at the world right now, we're not that far from that, you know. So in many ways in many ways, where we are right now when we look at the world, is that we're in a rebellion to the notion that fairness and equality 
are a part of our path toward progress and evolutionary development. If we look at, you know, humankind and the direction that we're supposed to be moving in, and then we go through periods where we're in as much fear as we're in right now, we lose the evolutionary movement forward. We temporarily do. We temporarily lose that that evolutionary movement because we become afraid. We lose that contact with with um, you know higher love and responsibility, and we become more domineering, severe, entitled, even even moving into that realm of cruelty. So that right now, this present time, and we don't know exactly how long it might last, there seems to be a lot of rebellion to fairness and equality, and we seem to be insisting that our sovereign our sovereign right is to self serve. We needn't really think about others. We need to really just think about ourselves. And we actually do need to think about ourselves. Um, but that can't be all we do, is think about ourselves. When when we become imbalanced, that's when not good things happen. You know, Historically, all levels of imbalance where we swing too far to one side or to the other in that, in that bell where we become too self-serving or not self-serving enough, right? Too serving of the other or too serving of the of the self. That's when we become uniquely in jeopardy of having something become so out of whack. It becomes unhealthy and socially unhealthy. You know, gets described as you know things like like war. Uh, in fact. So we don't want that, right? We want to be able to stay in a place of centeredness. And Mars in Libra is definitely going to be here to help with that. And again, this is not just about men. Women have a Mars in their chart, and they can be just as susceptible to the shadow side of anger and hate as men can. But men obviously have the market cornered on domination and control. So a lot of what we're talking about here is directed at men. Mars in Libra, which lasts for the next seven weeks, is a bit of a reset on selfishness. At least that's what I'm hoping for. It's a forced movement toward diplomacy and recognizing the equality of all people in relationships. I say forced because it doesn't really fit that well, but it's only forced if you have a problem aligning your willfulness with your desire to get along with others. And it is a challenge, and it is a challenge especially for men, our, the, you know, our ability to look inside and to say, you know what, this person's challenging me, but they're right. This person is, um, you know, like bringing up certain behavior pattern, or they're asking me to look at something, and I'm reluctant to do that, but they're right. We have it in us. We have it in us, this Libra energy, right, to be able to say, let me take a look at what someone else is saying and maybe even consider it for just a minute and, and see if there's some truth in it and, um, and how if I were to... Um, if I were to consider what it is that you were saying, how it might help us to get along better. That's really an essential part of this, is if I were to consider what you're saying and not just think that I can make it all about me and the way that I think things should go, maybe we would get along better. I want to be able to tiptoe into that, right? Don't we all? Don't we all want to be able to say, like, maybe you have, you know, you, the 
the other person that's involved in this relationship. Maybe you have something to say. Maybe I could benefit from hearing what that is. So it's only a forced thing if you don't want to, um, you know, like take a look at your own willfulness. The benefit here is that in your personal life, this can be an opportunity to have a more balanced view of your spouse or children not just about a marriage or a boss or something like that. It's even about your children when they come to you and express their Libra nature and how they feel things are going for them. When the motivated motivation of Mars, the motivated aspect of Mars, is connected to the ego awareness of Libra, right? great movement can be made towards understanding someone else and where they're coming from. I liked that when I was thinking about that, and not to not to uh, you know um, over inf- over inflate the ego of our Libras out there, but ego awareness it's certainly a part of Libra because they they have to be aware of their own uh, their own ego because they're constantly having to be aware of the ego of others. A lot of signs are not like that. They don't spend very much time considering the ego of others. They're mostly totally preoccupied with their own ego. But Libra is is geared on a personality level towards diplomacy and seeing what someone else is going through. So I liked that ego awareness of Libra. You wouldn't normally think of Libra in that way. And I think, you know, moving forward through the signs, we we see an advanced ego awareness. So... Mars and Libra could be like a veil right now being lifted off of us. You could see someone in a new light. You might consider what they're going through or their point of view more clearly. You might be able to negotiate with them more easily. You might be able to gain more compliance even with someone else by working with them rather than trying to dominate and control them. Imagine that. We might even get our way (laughs) if we were to actually try and work it out with someone Mars and Libra need not be detrimental, except maybe to those people who are rigidly holding on to their need for control. It's actually a time right now for an awakened sense of responsibility to what's fair and our ability to take action towards fair goals where the needs of others are considered along with our own. I'm Dr. Craig Martin. This has been the Inside Connection. I'll be here next Monday. I hope you have a great week. Bye-bye.